opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. (laughs) Hi, everyone, and welcome to our ACB community event here with the Sparrow. We're really happy to be here today. Couple of brief announcements, and I will keep them very brief because then we want to jump in here with the topic. I'm Liz, by the way, and we also have Rachel Buchanan. Hi. Just to go over a couple of upcoming events, we have actually posted our February schedule on our blog and on our training page. So if you go to blog.freedomscientific.com, it'll be the latest or the most recent blog post there. And then if you go to our training page at freedomscientific.com forward slash training, you can also find it there under the head. Well, uh, yeah, under the first heading, I want to make sure I got that right. Under the first heading that says training schedule and there you'll find everything that we're going to be doing in february complete with information on how to register for those events where registration is needed and links where you can just join certain events to go over a couple of events we have coming up next week we do have our ask sharky on clubhouse we have also started doing that on zoom and that's going to be on tuesday at noon eastern noon eastern on tuesday and we're going to be talking about using speech history now i know this was something that was recently covered here but we're going to be talking about it again and probably delving into some different angles there so feel free to join us for that on clubhouse you can find us in the jaws software f slash t blind club and you can uh, also join us on Zoom if you prefer. So there, then again, just go to our schedule and you'll find all the information. Here next Thursday on our ACB event, we're going to be talking about formula basics in Excel with JAWS. So those are our upcoming events. And again, you can learn more on our schedule. And with that, we're going to just jump right into today's topic, which is the topic title is Creating a Table of Contents in Word with JAWS. And we are going to show you how to do that, but we're going to talk about some really useful things and necessary things that lead up to being able to create that table of contents. And that is styles in Microsoft Word. So I'm going to hand it off to Rachel, who's going to tell you some things about styles and how to switch to different styles and apply them to your documents. So she's got some great stuff to demo there. And then we're also going to talk about how to create styles and how to create that table of contents. Document one dash word, document one, screen sharing meeting controls. You have started screen share. Press F6 to switch between open. All right, can you hear me? Yes. Meeting control. Let's get this meeting controls bar out of the way. Document one dash word, edit. Now Liz, tell me that neat little trick where you create the random text. I never remember. Oh, that one's fun. So in a document, if you want to create some random text, you type equals, R-A-N-D. R-A-N-D. Left parentheses, right parentheses. Right parent. And then enter. Enter. And it'll wow. create. Yep. Same random text every time. 1328 characters selected from video provides a powerful way through you left off. So there's an entire paragraph here that just popped onto the page. That is so cool. And we're going to use this here in just a minute. First, I wanted to talk a bit about styles. Styles are, and Liz is going to explain why styles really tie into the table of contents and when you're dealing with you know the attribute the attributes of your text and your document but i just want to talk a little bit about styles in general they basically are exactly what i just said they are a set of text attributes so it can include you know your text size your i mean your font size your font style um different things like whether or not your fault your font is bold can also include paragraph spacing and letter and line spacing as well. So why why are these things important? The reason that styles are really nice is because it allows you to apply all of these in one go, all of these attributes to your text in one swift motion. And we've covered these before, and I've provided this text here. I'm going to show you two ways to approach styles. 
I'm going to do control A so my text is selected. I want to make sure that I include all the text in this document. 13. And I'm going to use Alt H to go to my home tab. Upper rib H. And there's a styles group on this home tab. So let's see if. Home, undo, undo auto format split. I'm on the home tab. And if I use control right arrow, I'll go through the home tab by, by its groupings. Clipboard, paste, split button, font edit combo, Verdana, alt follow, Verdana. Paragraph, bullets, submenu, styles, but editing, find oh. submenu, styles, button, collapsed, alt followed by H. And the access key there is alt, H, L, and which I did know, but I had forgotten right off the top of my head there. So if I hit space here. Space, table, styles, table, normal button selected. It does tell you that these styles are arranged in a table. So whether you can use up, down, and left, and right arrow to go through them. And the first style here is normal. And the normal style in Word refers to the default font attributes that are applied to text in a brand new document. So that's really important. A normal style refers to the set of attributes applied to text in your default Word document. And I'm here in a minute, we're going to talk about how you might want to change that, how you can modify styles in several different ways. But I can move around in this table. Like I said, the focus is on normal. No spacing button. Heading one button. Heading two button. Liz four, is going to talk about these different heading styles here in just a minute. Title button. Subtitle button. And each of these different styles, lost the word there for a minute, each of these different styles has its own set of attributes. So they've been predefined and they may have things like specific colors that you're adding to text or like I mentioned earlier, spacing, um, different font attributes. And this is where you would go to explore styles in the ribbon. This isn't actually where I like to go. But we're going to just continue to go through this menu here for a minute, and then we're going to talk about another way to access styles, because there's more options at the end of this, this table. Strong button, heading one button, three of 60. Again, we're just going through different style names. Subtle emphasis, quote button, book title, heading two button, emphasis, intense quote, list pair, normal button, title button, five, normal, list paragraph button, six, intense quote, emphasis button, eight of And so several different options there. Another thing that's really unique and interesting about this menu on the ribbon is when you're focused on a style. I'm going to move to normal, for example. There we go. I pressed home, got to normal. I can use shift F10 or applications key. And keep in mind, I'm in a table menu in the ribbon i think this is neat so i can use shift f10 or the applications key my focus is on normal in this ribbon shift f10 update normal to match selection p all right we're definitely going to talk about that in just a moment modify dot 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 m so this is one way that i can go through and i can modify any of these styles available select all colon left parent no data right parent s Rename dot 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 and you can rename different styles, etc. Remove from style gallery G. And you can remove add gallery to quick access toolbar A. Oh, that's a useful little tool there for those of you who have been with us for different sessions on the quick access toolbar. Update normal to match selection. All right, so let's talk about the two different ways. Escape upper ribbon escape of just accessing styles. That one was through the home tab. Top of file. The one I really like is Control Shift S, as in styles. Control Shift S. Uh, let's get our focus in our document. Sorry. Escape. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Edit. That was anticlimactic. Top of file. Control Shift Menu. S, as in styles. Control Shift S. Escape. Leaving menus. Escape. Themes and styles also help keep your document. Click design and choose a new theme. The bottom of file. Blank. Another device. Okay. We're going to do that again. Control Shift S. Control Shift S, style name colon, edit combo, normal. All right. And so a dialog is opened on your Word document. It's kind of over your Word document, almost in the center near the top. This is a really unique and elusive dialog. It's fine that it's open. You're able to F use F6 to go to your editable area in your document, but I'm also going to show you how to close this in a minute. This is a drop down that we have focus on. The first item in the list is normal. 
And so just like we looked it up in the ribbon, but in a different way, in a list form, we can use down arrow and we can look at the different styles available. No spacing. Heading one, heading two, title, subtitle, subtle emphasis. So I'm just pressing down arrow on those. I'm going to press home to go back to normal. Home. Emphasis, subtle, em- subtitle, heading, heading one, no spacing, normal. Didn't work. All right, so now I'm going to tap. Reapply button. So if my text were selected, this would be a great place where I could press enter on reapply. I could apply, reapply the normal style. So in cases when you might want to do this is when you've copied text from online, you're not sure that all of your text in your document is uniform, and you're looking for that type of uniformity. Modify dot 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 button. All right. So here's the document. I mean, here's the button where you can modify. So similarly to when we were in the home tab and we went to the styles area in the home tab, which was alt H followed by L and you could focus on your option there and you shift F 10 and go to modify. This is very similar. You can go to modify here. So if I were to press enter here, let's just talk about this for a minute. Enter. Modify style name colon edit combo normal. You can choose what your style is called. And once again, normal is the, brand new when you open a brand new document what your text attributes are going to be this is nice if you're working with a student or you yourself have very specific ways that you prefer your text to appear if you are using a combination of vision and screen reading it could be the case so let's tab through here and talk about some of the options that you're presented with style for following paragraph colon combo box normal alt plus s font combo box verdana so you're able to change all of these different things. You can definitely make your documents appear relatively normal, as in kind of what I have as a layout here. I have for Donna, for Dana. Font size combo box 12. I have font size 12. Bold checkbox not checked. I don't have my text bolded. But if you were, say, using some vision to access your text but didn't need a, mag- a screen magnifier, you could have all of your documents open with a larger font, maybe 14 or 16 point, or utilize bold in all of your new documents. And then if you wanted to reformat them for distribution, that could be another option. I'll continue to tab. There's an important setting at the bottom of this dialog box that we need to pay attention to. Italic checkbox, underline check, font color, align left check, center checkbox, align just singles, one point, double space, increase paragraph, decrease pair, decrease and increase style properties, colon, edit combo, font, colon, left parent, default, right parent, Verdana, 12 PT, left line spacing, colon, multiple, 1.08, Lee, space F. And so right there, as I tab through all those options, and then it summarized the choices I have made. So I'll continue to tab. That's all I've pressed in this dialog. Add to the styles gallery checkbox checked, alt plus S. So by default, this is checked. I'm not going to change it. Only in this document, radio button checked. All right. This is the setting I want to look for because the changes I've made can apply to only this document or I can press down arrow. New documents based on this template, radio button checked. And if I check this, the changes I've made will change all of the documents going forward. So I've made permanent changes to the normal style. And this is similar for making modifications to any other type of style in Word. Only in this document, radio button check. I'm going to leave it like that. I'm going to press escape. I'm going to get out of this dialog. That is what I wanted to show you. If I did want to change, save these changes. Format, but okay, okay button. I would go there. Escape, modify, dot, dot. Now I mentioned that I was going to show you how to sh- close this styles dialog. And the way I do that is bring the focus back to it with control shift S. Control shift S. And then I follow that with control space. Control space, move, M, close, C. And I brought to the menu where I can close that dialog. Enter, A. Leaving menus, document one dash word, document one. All right, and not finished yet. We've gone over where you can find the styles in the ribbon, how you can open and close the styles dialog, how you can modify a style. I wanted to show you one more thing that we touched on in the ribbon, but I wanted to follow up and kind of show you what that menu option meant. Say you have a totally perfect document. You love the way it's been done. Let's just let's make some quick attribution changes to this document. I'll use Control-A to select all the text. 
And now I'll use control two. Control two. Now it's double spaced. I'll use control shift period to move the text to a larger font size. 14 point. 16 point. All right. And now I'll use control B to make sure it's bolded. Let's see. So let's see what JAWS will now tell us about this text. Give me a minute. Windows M desktop. Document one dash word. Document one dash word. Edit. All right. You can also make color changes, but we've made plenty of changes to this text. Top of file. Video provides a powerful way to help you prove. I will press insert F so we can hear JAWS speak out the different text attributes that we've designated here. Bolded, 16 points, white on gray, 20, Verdana, normal style, line spacing, colon, double, paragraph formatting, colon, aligned left, outline level, colon, body text. All right, so this is a great way to define a style if you have a document and you really love the way the text looks. So you find it highly readable, etc. The way that you can do this is by selecting okay. the text, then we'll use those quick access keys to go back to the the um, mm, 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 ribbon. <laughs> we'll go back to the ribbon with Alt, then H, then L. Upper ribbon, X, H, L, table, styles, table, normal button selected, one of 16. All right, so we're in that styles grid that we were in before, and I'll use Shift F10. Shift F10, leaving menus, leaving ribbons, P, update normal to match selection, update normal to match selection, P. And this is so nice, because if I were to want to do this, I'm not going to do it. All the changes I've made in this text, I could immediately update the normal style or any of these styles to match this text really easily. So in other words, if going through and making all those adjustments within the dialogue doesn't work for you, if you really don't know what all the specifics are, but you know the text when you see it, this is a great way to apply that style um, without having to necessarily go through the dialogue and fiddle with all those things. You made all the changes in the document, and you can really use this option right here. And it says, once again, update normal to match selection. Update normal to match selection. And that will work in the other styles areas as well. So that's just a little bit about styles, how to access them within the ribbon and, and within the styles dialog, and um, how to apply them. Let's talk about that for just a moment, because we didn't actually apply a specific style yet. So I'll press escape to get out of this contextual menu. Escape, upper ribbon, document, one dash word, table, styles, table, normal button selected, one of six. Okay, so I think what we'll do is... I have this text, this document full of text. I've made a bunch of changes to it. And, of course, those of you who are JAWS users may not be able to see this on the screen as it changes. But since that text is selected, I'll just go ahead and I'll press Enter on Normal. And I'm going to apply the normal style to this document and this text. Enter, leaving menus, leaving ribbons, edit. Focus is moved back to the document. And now if I do Insert F... To read these text attributes. 12 point, white on gray, 20, Verdana, highlighted, normal style, line spacing, colon, one lines, paragraph format. And you hear that all of the attributes of the text have been changed because I applied that normal style and I'm back to my regular new document text. So that is what I had to share. Liz, was there something else you wanted me to talk about? No, nope, that actually leads me right into headings and creating a new style. And you know, right. styles, they're very powerful, aren't they? How we can yeah. just very easily switch the formatting and, you know, things very easily, very quickly. I really like them and I've, I really enjoy them. And like I mentioned earlier, I mentioned it kind of offhandedly, but a lot of us do do a lot of copying, pasting text from the web. Yes. Styles are a really easy way you can ensure that, um, you know, everything looks uniform. Yep. Good point. Screen sharing. All right. Can you guys hear Jaws there? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Microsoft great. Word document. Heading. All right. So let me. System menu. Restore. Oops. 
Hang on. Restore R. Leaving menus. There we go. I'll make sure this is maximized. Heading. Okay. So speaking of styles and formatting and things like that, let me go to a new document and create that random text because I have this document here that I'm going to actually use for the table of contents. I don't want to mess it up. So I'm going to press control N. Leaving menus. Document three words. And I'm going to type equals R-A-N-D, left parentheses, right parentheses, enter. Now I have that same text, left the text that you used, Rachel. Top of five. For your demonstration. Okay. So I'm going to apply a few formatting things to this as well. I'm going to just type random text here as a random text. Make that a heading level one, which we're going to talk about in just a second. And I'll one. bold everything. Let's heading see. level video. Pro video period. Bold on the video to make your doc. All right. Does a couple things there. Now, let's say I've copied some text from the internet, like Rachel was saying. And, you know, sometimes even if you use paste special, which is a command in Word that allows you to paste text in your document using the formatting of the, the document that you're pasting to, not where you're coming from. Still, even if you do that, sometimes you still get some stray formatting and things that happen. So if you want to clear the all the document formatting, and give it your give it its own format. I'm going to press Control A. One thousand. You can also just select different parts of text and clear the formatting. But a really quick way to do it is Control Shift N, as in Nancy. And now, if I go to the top, random text. We no longer have a heading level one. If I press Insert F. 11 point black on white we have that font information. Now, I also wanted to let you know too that if you press Insert. Hold insert and press F twice quickly. Insertion point format. It virtualizes this information. So if you want to, like Rachel was saying, if you find a document that just has a lot of attributes that you really like, but maybe maybe you don't want to turn all of them, use all of them for your new style. But maybe you want to use some of them. You want an opportunity to review them one at a time. Blank. I'm going to go to the top here. If you hold down insert and hit F twice quickly, it virtualizes it in the virtual viewer. You can insertion. go to the top. It's going to say insertion point formatting. Insertion point formatting. And then we can down arrow and read each item. 11 point. Black on white. Calibri. Normal style. Blank. Line spacing. One lines. Blank. Paragraph formatting. Aligned left. Blank. Outline level. Body text. Blank. Press escape to close this message. And then you can just press escape. So. Random. That allows you to read all of those details one at a time. All right, let's talk about headings before we move into creating a new style. Really random text. So I have a title here that is random text. And I want to make this a heading level one. Now, for those of you who navigate the internet with JAWS, you'll be used to navigating with the letter H. And you'll have your different headings, heading level one, level two, level three, and so forth. Heading level one is usually your main title heading. Heading level two might be a chapter of a, you know, in, in, like in a document, might be a book chapter, a section, maybe a topic on a web page. Heading level three will be a subtopic under a topic, things like that. And, and it goes down to heading level six. For the most part here, we're going to be talking about heading levels one through three because these are the ones that you can actually use the keyboard commands for. Random. So you don't even have to select the text. You can just be on the text. And if you want to apply heading level one, you press Alt-Control-1 on the number row. Heading level two is Alt-Control-2 on the number row. And Alt-Control-3 on the number row is heading level three. So let's give it a heading level one. Now let me verify that. Heading level one random text. And there we go. So that's a really easy, quick way to create, to, to add headings or create headings in your document. And headings provide accessibility in your document because we can turn those quick nav keys on and we can navigate that document by heading. I'm going to go back over here to my other document. How to build a heading. All right. So I can turn my quick nav keys on with, con oh, sorry, with insert Z, Zulu, insert Z. Quick keys on. And when quick keys are on, when we press a letter, instead of typing in the document, we're going to be able to navigate. So if I press H. Heading to easily create a user guide. Page two. Heading to what is a user manual. Page three. Heading to what are the different types of user manual. Heading three one. So you hear it say heading level two, 
heading level three. If I press shift H, we go back the heading. Heading two, what are the different types of user manual? Now, one thing I will point out that's different than navigating a web page. When you're pressing H on a web page and you get to the last heading, if you press H again, it will wrap you back to the top. If you do that in a Word document, page. go to the bottom here and press H. No more headings found. It says no more headings found. So just, just a little note there. Now, page one, top of five. Go to the top. You can also navigate by heading level by using numbers on the number row, just like you can on web pages. So if I wanted to jump to the first heading level three, I can hit three on the number row. Page three, heading three one, instruction manual. So, or I could hit two for heading level two. Page four, no more headings found. I could hit, now if I hit one in Word here, because we've already passed the only heading level one, which is at the top. No more headings found. It's going to say no more headings found, but if I add shift to that. Page one, heading one, how to build the best user. It goes back to the previous heading, the last heading level one, which is the only one in the document. So just a couple of things to note there. And then to turn your quick keys off, you press insert Z again. Quick keys off. And now if we press H, it's going to type an H in our document. All right. So that's what I wanted to note about headings. Now, headings are only one component of the table of contents. A table of contents is going to pull from a lot of things. It's going to pull from things like numbered items, bulleted lists, different styles. But it uses those heading styles to know where to create those sections. All right, so let's talk about creating a new style and then we're going to come back and create a really quickly create a table of contents. So let's go over here. Document three. To our random text document. And let's say I want to create a style to use just for blog posts, because I write a lot of blog posts. Or maybe I write research papers and I want to create a style just for writing research papers because I use, you know, either APA format or MLA or Chicago style. And each of those formats will call for some different things like maybe uh, Times New Roman, 12 point font, double space things like that. So that's where these styles can really come in handy. All right, Heading. I'm going to create a new style. We're going to use that keyboard command that Rachel showed us to go to the ribbon, Alt-H-L. Upper ribbon, table, styles, table. And here we are, we have our styles. Uh, we can navigate those just like Rachel was showing us. But let's tab. Create a style, Alt followed by H-L-S. Now it says create a style and it gives us a keyboard command which is Alt followed by H-L-S. Alt-H-L may be a little easier to remember, but if you do remember the S, you can always tack that on and add that to the command, and then it'll go straight to the create. But let's tab through here. Clear formatting, Alt followed by H-L-C. Now that's another way to clear your formatting. Apply styles, dot, dot, dot. And then we have the apply styles that Rachel was talking about. So let's shift tab back up to create new style. Create a style, Alt followed by H-L-S. I'm going to enter. Leaving menus, leaving ribbons, name, edit, style one. All right. So the first field here is style name. What do we want to call it? Well, I'm going to one space backspace that out of there. And I'm going to call it blog style. I'm going to tap. Oh, I can, well, I can verify that I got the name correct by pressing insert up arrow, say line. Edit combo blog style. I'm going to tab. Okay button. Now, there's an OK button. And by the way, if you give the style a name and you already have one with that name, it'll let you know. It'll give you an error. So if we were to press Enter here on OK, it would create the style, but we really haven't done anything with it yet. We haven't given it any attributes. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to press Tab again. Modify dot 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 button, Alt plus M. All right. Or I could press Alt plus M, but I'm going to press Space here on Modify. Now, Rachel walked us through the Modify, and we remember, you know, that contained all of the different attributes that we could add to our style. So it's going to be the same dialogue there. So we're going to press space. Cancel button. And now we're going to tab. Name, edit, combo, blog, style. All right. So now we have our name of our style. Going to tab again. Style type, combo box, link, paragraph, and character. Alt. So here we have several options. I'm going to up arrow. Linked paragraph and character is chosen by default. I'll explain that in a second, but I'm going to up arrow to the first. Character, two of five, paragraph, one of five. So the first choice here in the list is paragraph. So you may want to create a style that you want to apply to certain paragraphs in a document. Maybe you don't want it on every paragraph, or maybe you don't want 
to apply it to the whole document, but you might have a style that you want to apply uh, when you include certain information, for example. So you could use paragraph style to apply to an entire paragraph. Character two of five. You could create a character style for certain words, maybe acronyms, things like that, if you had some interesting formatting that you wanted them to to have there. Linked paragraph and character three of five. This is a feature, linked paragraph and character. Really, this doesn't affect most things. It, what it allows you to do is apply the style to a paragraph or certain characters. And it's a quick way, you know, you can use that on... Um, in different parts of your document. So really it just kind of links the two and you can easily apply it in both situations. Table four or five. There's a table style. List five or five. And a list style. So let's go back up to linked. Ta linked paragraph and character. All right. So I'm going to keep pressing tab here. Style based on combo box heading one. So style based on. It wants to know what group of information here what what style do we want to base this on and it's choosing heading level one because that happened to be where i was when i created the style i was on that title no spacing four of 90 normal i want normal here Bob, no style one of or i can actually choose no style so do i want it to have any of the attributes of normal yeah maybe i don't know Bob, normal yeah let's go with that all right or we could choose no style if we want to create a completely new style Gonna tab. Create new style from formatting. Microsoft Word dialog. The next style name does not exist or is of an ah. document style for following paragraph. Okay. Style. Sometimes that comes up and I'm not really sure why. Let's see why. Normal. Okay. It did choose normal, but if you change that information, sometimes it will come up and uh, it has to do with what is what was actually selected. So we're okay. Press tab. Style for following paragraph. Combo box. Block style. Alt. So it's this, whoops, sorry, didn't mean to do that. Style for following paragraph, blog style. It's basically going to say, okay, we want to use, continue using this style that we're creating for the following paragraph. Font combo box, delivery light headings. Now, this is what I want to change. So font combo box, I'm going to choose Times New Roman. Delivery light, delivery body, a body, Times New Roman. There we go. I press the letter T. Font combo box times New Roman. And if you press tab again, it's going to confirm that. So if you're expecting to hear, you know, size, you're going to have to press tab again. Just listen to what JAWS says there because I know earlier I was trying to change the size and I just wasn't paying attention that when I tabbed it was repeating that, you know, that choice. Font size combo box 16. So I'm going to up arrow to 12. Whoops, if I quit hitting tab accidentally. Font All right. 16, 14, 12. Okay, I'm going to tab again. Font size combo box 12. All right, so my Times New Roman is the font, and my size is 12. Bold checkbox not checked. I don't want to bold. Italic checkbox not checked. Underline checkbox not checked. Font color accent one button. Align left checkbox checked. Now, I really don't care about the color right now, but that one apparently was a different color because it was a heading one style. And that just happened to be where my cursor was. I really probably should have moved my cursor down in the body. Anyway, all right, so the paragraph, it's left justified here. Now, you know, if you were creating a style for a title page or bibliography or something that had some centering or indention, things like that, again, you could really uh, change those things here. Center checkbox not align right checkbox not check justify checkbox single spacing checkbox not checked. So I want to choose double spacing. 1.5 space double spacing checkbox not checked. And for this, instead of pressing space, because space isn't going to do it here, it's not going to do anything, I'll press enter. Checked. I'll tab. Increase paragraph spacing button. Then this has to do with the spacing between your lines, between your paragraphs. So as a JAWS user, if you ever hear somebody say, you know, I can't, I'm having trouble reading your text. Sometimes that means that, yes, you may have it single spaced or you may have a good, you know, font selected, easily readable font. But sometimes you need to um, maybe increase the space, the spacing there between those paragraphs. So we're not going to do that, but I just wanted to point that out. Decrease paragraphs. Decrease indent button. Not going to do that. Increase style properties. Edit combo font. Times New Roman. 12 PT line spacing. Double style. Show the styles gallery based on heading one. All right. So uh, now we that gives us the information on our style. Let's tab again. Add to the styles gallery. Checkbox checked. Yep. Alt plus F. Automatically update. Checkbox not checked. Only in this document. Radio button checked. Now I want to apply to new documents here. So I'm going to down arrow. New documents. 
I'm going to tab here. Format button menu. Now, this one has a really important thing that we're going to use here, an important option. There's a format menu. I'm going to press space. Oh, enter. Dot, dot. Sorry. I'm in a down arrow. Paragraph dot dot tabs dot 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 border dot 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 language dot 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 frame dot 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 numbering dot dot dot. So we can change all of these things. And again, I just pressed enter to open that. Shortcut key dot dot dot. That's what I'm looking for. Shortcut key. Enter. Leaving menus. Create new style from formatting. Customize keyboard. Press new shortcut key. Ed all right. Now, the thing here is you have to make sure you're using a shortcut key you haven't used anywhere else because it may actually launch something else but I, hopefully i haven't used this one we're going to try control shift v and i'm going to do say line here which is insert up arrow edit combo control plus shift plus b i'm going to tab save changes in combo box normal dot dot assign button alt plus a i'm going to assign it press new shortcut key edit set close button and i'm going to close this document cancel okay and i'm going to choose okay print view edit. all right random so now let's see what we have we're going to do insert f 12 point steel blue 4 on white. Video pro. 11 point black on white. All right. So apparently when I cleared my formatting, it really didn't clear all the formatting. Now, let's say I want to apply this style that we created to this document. We're going to press Control A to select it. One and we're going to try our shortcut key, Control Shift V. And hopefully that will work. Random text. 12 point steel blue 4 on white times new roman block style style line spacing double paragraph formatting and it worked and the reason it said steel blue is because that first line is still blue video if i down arrow here let's see what it i, I bet it's going to use that for the entire thing because it was based on that 12 point steel blue 4 on white. yeah all right but it did apply our style 12 point times new roman double space all right so that's how you create a style now let's flip back over here to our table of contents um Okay, I want to see how I'm doing on time here. We're going to get to your questions in just a minute. So a table of contents allows you to, but it creates just that, a table of contents. It's going to create a list of topics in your document, and it's going to make them links, and it's going to base those links on your styles, and it allows you to navigate quickly through those topics so that you can select what you want to read, just like in a book. So I'm here at the top of this document. Now, this particular document is on how to create a user manual, seven pages of information. And of course, you know, if you have big, long books or long uh, user manuals that are 100 pages, 200, 300, whatever it may be, I don't know, some of them could be that long, um, then, you know, you don't want to have to press H a bunch of times or maybe use the find command where you might not know the specific phrase that you need. You, you might be searching for a word for quite a while. So here's where table of contents comes in handy because you can look for the topic. You can even bring those up in a list of links and find it and go right there. All right, so let's talk about how to create one. I'm at the top, which is where I want it to be. And I'm going to go to the reference tab by pressing Alt S. Upper ribbon expanded references tab 7 of 13. Now I could press the letter T here, which will bring me to table of contents, but I'm going to press down arrow and I want to show you why, because you're going to get an explanation here of what this is. Menu, table of contents group, table of contents submenu, provide an overview of your document by adding a table of contents. Text using a heading style will be included automatically. To include more entries, select the text and click add text. The table will be refreshed when you click update table, alt followed by ST. All right, so that was a lot of information, but it did give you an idea of what we're doing here. So I'm just going to press enter. Table of contents list box built in. So here we have two built in options. And I'll let it read. Sorry about that. I'll do a say line. Automatic table one button. Automatic table contents label contents that includes all text formatted with the heading one three styles. One of three. All right, so we have, you know, text formatted with the heading one through three styles and incidentally um when we talked about creating those headings you can only use those commands that i gave you with alt control one alt control two alt control three for heading levels one through three four five and six you would have to go into styles but even if you don't go into the styles dialog and you just use those keyboard commands to create headings in your document you're still going to be able to create that table of contents same thing as if you start numbering a list of things and you type number one and you type the first item and hit enter and it numbers it for you automatic numbering bulleted things like that it's going to use that information all right so we have automatic one automatic table two but automatic two 
Manual table button. Manual table of contents that you can fill out independently of the document content. Three of three. And that's our third option. We're going to choose one of the automatic options. Let's just choose one. Automatic table one button. And I'm going to hit enter. Ribbon. How to build the best user manual dot docs. Table of. All right. So here at the top. Top of file. Table of contents. Contents and table of contents. We have table of contents. If I down arrow. Link. How to build the best user manual one. Oh, and we have numbers after these that may not, they don't really necessarily coincide with the heading level. Um, and there are ways to fix that. We can always uh, do, sometimes you have to go into manual and you have to rearrange some things. And so we, we can talk about that in a subsequent training if you guys really want to delve into that because it is important. But I just wanted to show you how to create one here. Link, easily create a user guide one. And that doesn't always happen. Sometimes it does coincide. Link, what is a user manual two? Link, what are the different types of user manual 3? And again, we can press insert F7. Links list dialog. And we have a list of links. 1. Instruction manual 3, 5 of 25. And we could even use first letter navigation. Why does your business need user manuals? And we could choose that. We could press enter. Out of field. How to build the best. Link heading level 2. Why does your business need user manuals? Out. And there we are. Now, if there are other links in the document, of course, they're going to show up in your links list. Go back to the top here because I want to show you one other thing. So if you are down arrowing through your links of, in the table of contents link, link, link. What is a user manual? and you want to press enter on that link, I'm on the first character of that link. If I press enter here, it's not going to do anything. I need to right arrow link H. To, the second to the second character of that link of the first word on that link and press enter. Link, what is a user manual two? Selected, what is a user manual question? Heading level two. And now here we are at that place in the document. Heading level two, what is a user manual? So that is how you create a table of contents. If you created one and you thought, oh, well, I wanna go in and I wanna do it differently. I wanna go in and do it manually instead. You can always, if that's the last thing you did, you can always press control Z Undo. or you could keep pressing it until it undid that table of contents. And now I, we no longer have a table of contents because I pressed control Z. So that is how you can create a new style and create a table of contents. Document. And I'm going to go over here and stop sharing screen. my screen so that title is screen sharing meeting. I do have one hand, I think. So. All right. Great. Let me see. Can we uh, have a check for hands? If you all have any questions about styles or anything we've done so far, all of this is in Office 365, but Deborah I think Armstrong, you are unmuted. Go for it, Ms. Armstrong. Hey there. Can you hear me okay? Uh -huh. Yes. Yes. Okay, excellent. Um, yeah, so Alt Control 1 through Alt Control 3 pulls up that uh, automatically applies a heading style. Are there any other ways that I can use keystrokes to pull up a style I frequently use? Um, you might be able to go in and you could you should be able to go in and modify the style modify the style. And when you're in that modify dialog, if you tab to the format menu and press enter, go down to that. I think you can also just press K when you're in that menu and go to keyboard command and you can set a keystroke for that style. Ah, okay. I missed that. Thank you so yep. much. Sure. Back on mute. That was a great question though. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned that. So I'm glad you asked. It, you, could, you could also add keyboard commands to any styles that you modify. Nolan? You may go ahead. Hello, how are you doing today? Good afternoon. Good, thank you. Um, so as I understand, you can create styles in um, Microsoft Word? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I just thought I would ask because um, I'm not a Windows user. I'm... I'm a Mac user, so that's why I'm asking now. <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah, and I don't. Those keyboard commands would probably, I'm sure, be a little bit different. But you, uh, that that's a Microsoft Word or Microsoft Office feature. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Diana. I have some. Diana, go ahead. Diana, try again. 
Hello. Hello. Hi. There you go. <laughs> okay. I thought I did it once, but anyway. Um, is there a place where this will be archived so that we can not only hear it, but view it again? And also, is there any place we can get a keyboard shortcuts of, of all the keyboards you did today, including the random text generator and all that stuff? Um, we have not, Larry, you, you guys usually turn these in a podcast, right? Yeah, we will rebroadcast them on ACB Media 5, and they'll also be put up as podcasts. Great. We also have on our webinars on demand page, if you go to freedomscientific.com forward slash training, mm-hmm. and you look for the heading webinars on demand, we also have a webinar that we did on styles that has a resource file with the keyboard commands. We haven't actually documented the random text one for generating random text, but that might be something we might want to we might want to add. We can certainly add that um, somewhere. We can definitely talk about that. But yeah, you can find all of the keyboard commands for creating styles, um, selecting styles, uh, creating the table contents, and everything that we covered here today. I have a couple of keyboard commands to add based on awesome. Deborah's Deborah Armstrong's question. Great, great. There are a couple of more keyboard mm-hmm. commands that allow you to apply styles to a Word document. One of them is Control Shift N, as in November for normal. And another one that they say works. I haven't tried this out myself. I was just going to give it a little test here, which is you can select your text and and you can press. Control space to clear formatting. Hmm. So that is yet to be seen. It says, yeah, control shift in also clears formatting. So it's interesting. It, says it applies the normal style. Mm, okay. No, yeah, control shift in. Let's see. If I change the attributes of this, I'm doing that real quick. If I uh, then I do control shift in, yep, it bops everything back to normal to the normal style that is. So control shift in, I would say Deborah is the only other one I know of for sure that works and will actually change the style other than alt control one, alt control two, the ones that Liz mentioned. Right. Yeah, and I think I think that the the um, confusion with Control Shift N is that it clears your formatting and goes back to the normal style. Yes, that's what it. Yes, does. yeah, yes, it reverts it to the normal style. And then also yeah. a command we've talked about in slightly different context, but Control Shift L, which adds bullets, that is technically uh, when you select your text and you do Control Shift L, you were using the list style, and yes. so that is a li- that is a style command as well. So I would look at those, Deborah, and if you find out any more, I'd love to hear them. Control Shift N and Control Shift L. Could add those to your yeah. Good point. Good point. Ladies, we have five minutes left, and we have some more hands. So okay, great. All right, to get at least one more in. Cheryl, go ahead. Um, can y'all hear me? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. This has been very interesting. I'm actually listening to y'all on ACBM in Texas and where I stand. So this is a great thing to be doing. And uh, I will want to listen to this again because it's kind of overwhelming a little bit, but I'm going to ask a very beginner question and I'm really sorry about this, but what is the term? What do you mean by ribbon? So the ribbon replaced the menu uh the all the the different menus in microsoft office and in version 2007 they call it a ribbon so when you press the alt key you get different things are grouped there for example if you press alt in in microsoft word you're going to get the home tab it has different tabs and you can press your right and left arrow key and move among those different tabs and if you down arrow it brings you down into the lower part of that ribbon in that tab and you can press the tab key to navigate through it so and we can point you to some information if you need more uh details on that but but yeah that's a great description in in simpler terms it's microsoft's jargon word for their system of menus at the top of their office products so yeah next is diane hello can you all hear me yep yeah okay um the question I have is, okay, so when you were reading through that table of contents, 
the last item that um, read was the heading level. Is is that correct? Um, I thought that's how it was. was I, I don't think so. No. no. I wonder because I wondered where you no, normally paid table of contents has page numbers. Right. And so I wondered if that was reading page numbers. I, it is reading the page numbers, but if I was really going to send that document to somebody, I would go in and manually correct that and make sure those were correct. And if I wanted it to, you know, read a different way, I could go in and fix that. Yeah, they have multiple styles of table of contents. Some of them are just links, kind of like that will jump to the different headings, but then they do have multiple styles where it could reference page numbers. And your last raised hand is Mary. Go ahead. Okay, Mary. thank you. Hi, thank you. This has been really interesting. So Hi. just a, a, a quick question. Um, you mentioned um, insert Z to turn on and off quick navigation, which I, I wasn't familiar with because I have not been able to um, access headings in a Word document on my computer. I mean, I can on a website and... Mm -hmm but not in a Word document. So you suppose because I need to go into the quick nav and, and make sure yeah. it's been turned on? Yes. Oh, okay. So when I do insert Z, will I just arrow until I hear headings? Or? No, when you okay. press insert Z, it mm -hmm. allows you to use those quick nav keys like H. Otherwise, you know, you would just wind up typing an H in your document. Right. Right. So that that's what mm -hmm. turning quick nav keys mm -hmm. does. It says, okay, you don't want to type. You want to navigate. Oh, yeah. Using whatever the quick nav key is. Okay, great. And that's been my problem because I keep typing the letter H. <laughs> so, yeah. okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yep. And I think that's about time for us to wrap. Thank you guys for all this. All right, yeah, great questions. Sounds like this is a topic that had a lot of interest, Liz. Yeah. And if you guys want us to do more on formatting and things like that, let us know. Send us an email to training at vispero.com and we will create content based on what you need and want to know. Absolutely. Thank you, ladies. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good rest of your Thursday, everyone. Thanks, everyone.